0: Welcome to Canada's Podcast. Hello, I'm Mario Toniguzzi, Managing Editor of Canada's Podcast. Joining me today on Edmonton's Podcast is Gail Taylor, who is a songwriter, speaker, entrepreneur, and many other things. Thanks for joining us today, uh, Gail.
1: Oh, Mario, thanks for having me.
0: All right, tell us a little bit uh, about you, of what you do because uh, as I said, there's there's quite a, a span of things there but uh, what do you focus on and, and what do you do up in Edmonton?
1: I'll tell you how I got here too because this is <laughs> kind of my interesting story is I was a financial advisor for 25 years and when I was 58 I started taking piano lessons. And I had no music background, none. And I just, like it was learning the scales, the whole bit. And I just fell in love with it. And so after two years, I thought, you know, I'm going to retire a little earlier than I had planned. And I'm going to study music full time. So I sold my practice at the age of 61, started studying music full time. That's the jack of all trades thing. It was bass, guitar, songwriting, (laughs) ear training, you name it, the whole bit. Two years later, I thought, maybe I'll reinvent myself as a musician. And when I told that story to folks, I kept getting, oh, that's so inspiring. I'm going to go do something they put on the back burner. So I thought, whoa, I'm coming out of retirement. I'm going to start a business, Gail Taylor Music, and I'm going to become a keynote speaker and help other people figure out how to be their best selves using my personal stories. So yeah, that's what I'm up to.
0: <laughs> so, um, you know, when you uh, when you talk about your music, and you talk a little bit about, so what do you do? Like, uh, what do you play? Like, what kind of music do you play as well?
1: I'm a songwriter, and I play the keyboard. And okay. so, once I write a song, I co-produce it with. Uh, I I work out in Nashville. I'm in Edmonton, but I have a studio that I record with in Nashville. Oh, cool. And and sometimes I go down there and sometimes we do it by Zoom. And so I'll tell them what I'm looking for. So, And I'll give them a demo. I'll make a demo by myself or with my co-writer. And then I'll record it in Nashville. And then... I distribute it. I put a video on it and I distribute it through a distribution. So all my music, I have a catalog of 13 songs. It are all like on Spotify and Apple and YouTube, wherever you want to listen to them. And in the last, out of the 13, the last five, I even got good enough to play the keyboards on my
0: own song. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Great. And so how would you classify the the genre of music?
1: Uh, country, country rock, pop rock. I'm still trying to find where I, where I fit. Um, there are a couple of social songs about equality and, and the environment, and they're kind of a soft rock.
0: But yeah, yeah. yeah. So how does somebody uh you know who uh, uses that I, I I always get mixed up left side or right side of the brain whatever it is but one side of the brain which is very analytical and and logistical you know and uh, all that stuff right how does one take that side of the brain and now into the artistic and creative side of the brain
1: well I don't know that you had to shift sides because Music is all math. Music is math. It's all broken into beats and quarter beats and yeah. everything's math. Yeah. And then also finance is very creative. Like it's to, to do a finance business, like I manage people's high net worth individuals, retirement portfolios, and I had to design the portfolios and it's not the stock market's not a science (laughs) as you know it goes up and down so so yeah there's a lot of creativity i actually didn't find them to be black and white i found that there was real middle ground on both my my chapters of my life
0: oh interesting yeah so when you're looking at at music uh you know friend of mine i I try and remember his phrase but he, he talks about music being you know you know the the good for the soul and 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 uh, have you have you found that like you know it nurtures our soul uh, and music,
1: absolutely. And I think it heals, right? So when I decided I was going to be a keynote speaker, I tell personal stories. I had a lot of challenges in my life, and there was um, you know everything from family addiction to marriage breakdowns. There was a lot of challenges, a lot of curveballs i come on my way. Yeah. When I tell these personal stories and some of the, uh, I've been studying personal growth since the 70s, you know, personal growth, peak performance. And so when I talk about these things and then I share, I share a story, some tools folks can use. And then I use my, I'll put a song and a video up on the big screen behind me. I think music is healing I think, you know, you 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 can just listen to a song and it can just create so much positive energy for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was just thinking of myself. So, you know, some it depends on the mood, right? Sometimes I'm in the mood to listen. What am I listening to this afternoon? I'm, I'm listening, like, to the, the energy music. Uh, like, uh, you know, you you go for a massage and, and you know. The, the, oh, yeah, yeah. The, I have that right, and <laughs> with Tibetan bells and stuff like that, and then and switch gears. And if I want to really get going, it's uh, okay. It's time for some ACDC, right? <laughs> there
1: you go. There you go. And I got a little bit of all of it. I got the ballads, and I got the boogie songs in my <laughs> in my
0: catalog. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, and 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 music also takes you back to 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 events and and things in your life, doesn't it? Like I find myself that if I hear a song, I'm transported back to a certain time or a certain period or something that happened. Uh, Do you find that as well?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And being a baby boomer, I mean, I'm going back to (laughs)
0: like,
1: I saw Chuck Berry live.
0: <laughs> oh wow, that's
1: great! <laughs> I can go back away. ways, and uh, but I'm with you, like I, the Rolling Stones, like because I started music this late in life. I thought, okay, you know, I got I'm 68 now, and so uh, you know, my journey, maybe I got a couple of decades left. Heck, Mick Jagger's going on tour at the age yeah. of 80,
0: <laughs> and and, uh, yeah, and not slowing down from what I've seen. <laughs>
1: Willie Nelson, he's still out there too, yeah. so so I figure yeah, there's there's a lot of and and I mean, your question made me think of those guys because those, those songs that bring back memories from when you were going to Stones concert,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. so when you're out there uh, in, uh, as a speaker, like uh, what kind of topics do you cover and 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 like who's your audience?
1: Yeah, so I have three main topics, and my audiences are conferences and uh, a lot of a lot of events, corporate events. I can talk to you know five hundred, a thousand people. Yeah, and my three topics are mental health and, uh, and addiction, and empowerment, empowering women, and leveling up. And so leveling up, the audience is just you know, I mean. Get me in front of some nurses and teachers, man, because those folks got beat up by COVID. Yeah, And, you know, to talk to them about working, you know, th- that was a pretty big curveball, right? I talk a lot about the curveballs that life throws at us. And it's not the curveballs that matters. It's how you are able to handle them and get through them and grow from them, Yeah. right? And so leveling up is anybody that is at, in a place in their life where they want to get to that next level. They want to get out of their funk, they want to get farther up in their career, wherever they're trying to go. And then a lot of my addiction uh, topic is for folks that had loved ones that that had addictions and or people that work in that industry or doctors or nurses. Mm-hmm. but. I mean, we've got an an epidemic right now in our country. Yeah, the, the the opioid epidemic is just brutal. So many people are dying from fentanyl, and 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 it's just you know so many families are being affected by it. And and my talk is for them to to give themselves permission to to still be happy with their lives, mm-hmm. even though the the loved ones going through some brutal parallel yeah. journey.
0: Now you know when we talk about mental health, I I, I know it was uh, well, it is a big topic today, but it was became uh, like really big during the pandemic. Uh, you know, for those two years, two three years, whatever. Uh, uh, you know, and and addictions, whether they're drugs or alcohol, have always been there. But do you think they're kind of accelerated these days because? Of the things like the COVID that we've gone through, and now uh, you know the economic challenges that practically every person in this country faces, right?
1: Yeah, I I think so. I think uh, I think COVID really did a number on a lot of folks. Like I always I talk about reinventing yourself. Now I reinvented myself because I wanted to, but a lot of folks were forced to. Yeah. Right. And, and so. And and then you know a lot of people did self-medicate during the COVID during COVID with alcohol or drugs just to help them get through it and help them deal with what was going on. Heck, we have TV commercials now on saying you know you overindulged during COVID, but maybe considering backing off.
0: Yeah. So yeah. you
1: know you know that that happened. The real problems right now is that the opioid product has got a deadly ingredient in it that's causing so many people to OD. You no, know, I went to a mental health uh, breakfast and they were giving the naproxen kits to people so yep. that if you happen to see somebody OD downtown, downtown, you could just stab them and help them stay alive. You wouldn't believe, Mario, the lawyers, the accountants, the business people that were lined up to get these kits. Wow. I was so impressed with the people doing that, but I was so horrified that we're in that time, that frame right now where yeah. you have to do that. That's scary stuff.
0: It is scary stuff. I want to talk, talk to you a little bit about your leveling up stuff. So what is the key there? Like, you know, uh, I think most of us, if we have any uh, uh, an ounce of ambition in us—we want to get better, right? And we want to do better in and a who we are, and then b what we do, right? And uh, so, what is the key to to leveling up and going to the next level?
1: Yeah. Okay. So there's a number of keys, but I'll touch on one, right? Okay. And because and, there's 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 a number of them. Yeah. I mean, you're here. You want to be here. Yeah. Right. So so that's step one is defined. You're here. You want to be here. So what's in between? What are the steps you gotta take to get in between? And what what sets apart the people that actually stop making it is the follow through, right? They follow through. They everybody can figure out that roadmap. They follow through. It's like a diet. Everybody knows how to eat healthy and in moderation, but how do you follow through with it? Yeah. So one of the keys, one of the things that really worked for me, and I've read several several books on it is your internal chat that power that it i mean it's positive thinking internal chat and so if you're if you're giving yourself limit uh, limited uh beliefs in yourself then your subconscious mind's going to do what you tell it. Mm. and so what i did and what i trained folks to do is you're thinking in your mind all these positive things that you want to do, and then all of a sudden, oh, I can't do that because you know I don't have the right education or I don't have the right contact. Then stop that. There's a couple of ways. One way I actually sell pendants that you use as a trigger. So you literally, mindset being young, but you literally take the pendant and you scratch it and you rub it and you say, okay, you know. Stay young, positive thinking. I don't want to be limited. I want to do this. And you you manifest in your brain what it is that you want. Yeah. Before I had the pendants, I just used the words garbage in, garbage out. And I <laughs> stole that from an Olympic athlete. Oh, and really? That was, you know, absolute, that's what she did. She found herself thinking uh, negative. She'd go garbage in, garbage out. It's good if you're alone when you blast it uh, out like that. <laughs> yeah. When you're Have walking you ever, down the street, garbage in garbage.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Have you ever used little sticky post-it notes uh on your computer or your mirror or whatever with positive thoughts?
1: Absolutely. Everywhere. Absolutely yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Because once you can shift that internal dialogue, yeah. You can make it so that it stays shift through your whole life. I've been I ha- I shifted it twenty years ago and 80, 90% of the time I'm doing positive thinking and dancing through life.
0: Hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. It, 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 uh, but it's hard. It's it, it's not an easy thing, especially when we see everything that's going on today, right? It uh uh it impacts us, It impacts our minds uh quite substantially, doesn't it?
1: It's not any easier than going to school and getting a degree. It's not any easier than learning a trade. Yeah, that's the whole point. It's hard and you have to do it every day and you have to follow through with it. So it's like learning a piano, learning a new language, running a marathon. You know, things that are worthwhile aren't always easy, right? There's all, you have to put a lot of work and a lot of effort. But then if you do it, you get to design your own life
0: and how important is it if you fall to get back up it's important and
1: and and you don't lose what was behind you right yeah. it's the if you if you train to run a marathon and all of a sudden you have a little setback your training doesn't go away there True. your muscles are built you you you've got the heart going like it's the same with this you know Stumbling's a reality that's just that's like curveballs are coming at you and you're gonna step back and but that doesn't mean you let go of it
0: yeah okay you mentioned
1: health choice like healthy eating is a lifestyle choice or exercising is a lifestyle choice Brushing your teeth every day is a lifestyle choice it's
0: true we have choices in our lives all the time uh you mentioned the phrase curveballs a few times I now This is a subject or the title of a book you're you're writing, correct?
1: Yeah, I am. um, As a keynote speaker, so I hired an entertainment lawyer, actually out of Calgary. And uh, when I was setting things up, he said, I think you should write a book to accompany you on the speaking and add to your credibility. And I had already written a book. I used to teach Introduction to the Financial Markets at the university of alberta to the faculty of extension and i couldn't find a textbook i liked, so i wrote one so i had already written and published a book on a topic i was passionate about and i thought yeah no problem i could do it again so curveballs is a book that talks a lot about the things we've been talking about it talks about all my personal stories and A lot of the curveballs that life threw at me, my father dying, me spiraling out of control. (laughs) And then, and then all these tools that I learned um, that worked for me. I figured if they worked for me, they could work for anybody. Hmm. And so, so yeah, I'm really excited. It's coming out in the spring.
0: Oh, cool. All right. So tell me, you know, you know, when you look at uh, examples out there of, Uh, and stories of people who have done things and been successful how important is that uh, you know uh, to provide inspiration for yourself not I don't mean like yourself like you but yourself just people uh are stories of uh inspirational stories important for people uh, to follow and look at
1: I think they are I think they're really important but it's also important to listen to the messaging behind it and it doesn't matter whether you're listening to I don't know Oprah Winfrey or Tony Robbins or Dolly Parton <laughs> it doesn't matter if you listen to them they're all saying the same thing and they're all saying what I'm saying it, it it's amazing how much crossover there is to what makes people take their dreams to reality uh, and anytime you listen to these speakers if you listen to 10 of them and you took notes said five tools that they gave you i bet you anything across the 10 there's going to be at least three or four overlap on that's going to be how how much it's
0: yeah
1: easy you just have to learn the learn the formula and then do the work and follow through. Mm. And they're all giving you the formula.
0: So, you know, over the years, and, and this is going to uh, uh, get a little personal, but, <laughs> oh, you know, these kind of... Um, personal growth, personal development people have been around for a long time, right? Uh, the sort of the Dale Carnegie's, and Napoleon Hill's of the world, the uh, Norman Vincent Peale, all I that. I read them all. <laughs> I read them all too. <laughs> That's why I said it was going to get personal. But don't you find that it's Uh, these types of people and and uh, and what they're talking about has grown uh, has accelerated in in the last i don't know 10 10 years 20 years uh you know and you mentioned like the tony robbins of the world and, and and there's many others out there uh why do you think that's happened
1: i think two things happen i think when you're talking about the 10 years because it was really really uh that whole personal growth industry went crazy in the 70s and
0: 80s yeah
1: right and i mean you can still walk into any bookstore and buy think and grow red true it's still there and so i don't think any of i think the the last 10 years people have been uh not only reading from what you and I talked about and the, the classics of it, but horror has been written. Like I've been reading this book, The Art of the Impossible, Peak Performance, oh, yeah. right? By, by this uh, Stephen Kotler. Okay. And he's basically all what we just talked about to hire and saying, hey, you want peak performance? There's exactly, I mean, we're talking cold plunges to get your system <laughs> awake <laughs> and alive, right? Yeah. And so I just think there's there's a lot of, it's always going to be human nature. There's always going to be people out there that want to uh, level up. Like you said, that, you know, there. I, I describe myself as somebody who craves productivity hmm. and I'm not alone. I'm yeah. not alone. There's a lot of people out there. And so this industry isn't g- going to go away.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My personal favorite small little book, As a Man Thinketh. I don't know if you ever read that.
1: I missed that one.
0: Okay. I think that was
1: your favorite. As a Man
0: Thinketh. Okay. Yeah. I think the author was a guy named James Allen. But again, it's it's all about, yo. Know, the garbage in garbage out type thing right and uh which is so big so tell me gail uh you know obviously you do a lot of stuff here uh you know what do you do to relax and uh you know and, and don't say music you got to have something else
1: <laughs> um i'm a biker so oh, okay. i go biking and well, bike,
0: uh, what kind of bike
1: we have e-bikes oh, but okay. we usually go out and do Uh, i go out with my husband on the weekends and we'll do like 30 to 50 kilometers oh cool and so yeah we're out like a good three hours and get you can get as much exercise as you want with those bikes yeah but when it comes to going up a hill it allows us to go all over the city right exactly yeah so that's one thing i do the second thing is i have a couple of little grandchildren uh Uh, that one year old and two and a half year old that live in edmonton so i spend a lot of time playing with them and dancing with them (laughs) (laughs) oh sometimes i put the music
0: on
1: (laughs) but yeah i have i have a lot of fun so those are my those are my two and i and you know what when we go back to the tools and and being being your best self i think downtime is so important I think you you have to schedule downtime into your into your agenda as a really important. Like I come down to the music studio. You're in my music studio now, and I come down here around six in the morning, and I go back upstairs at four o'clock, and I spend my evenings with my husband. We have dinner together and our evening together, and uh, and then I take my weekends off and do my <laughs> do my grandkids on my bike
0: but it's tough break like, uh, you know especially if uh, you know, uh, you know the in- entrepreneurial world uh you know you're a business owner you've got a lot of stuff going on in your head lots of responsibility and pressures and challenges etc it's tough to carve out some time for some downtime but it's really important isn't it yeah
1: and i you know where it, where it becomes untough I should be doing time management, too, as one of my <laughs> one of my features. where where it becomes uh, easier is when you understand in in your head that just as important as the work time, and it allows you to be more efficient in the work time, right? If you get out of your head and you go, you know, relax and do your fun things, yeah. When you get back to work, you're a lot uh, you're a lot sharper than if you don't leave it. Yeah, for sure. And so, yeah that that's yeah that's what I find. And then the other part too, when you were talking about you know what, how do you level up? Uh, the other thing that I think is really important is that you find a job that you're passionate about or that has purpose for yeah. you. You know, because you spend fifty percent of your waking hours at work, right? And and so don't be sludging, you know, don't don't saddle. And a job people will say, Well, I need a paycheck so that I could pay my mortgage and my family. Absolutely. But a job that I would love to do, somebody else would hate to do and maybe sludge it, right? So so the one that works for you that you're passionate about. It's out there. And if you're in one that's not, either turn it into a passion or or move on. I really believe that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, thanks very much, uh, Gail, for joining us today.
1: Oh, man, thank you for having me. This was really nice.
0: All right, wonderful. That was Gail Taylor, who is a songwriter, speaker, and an entrepreneur. And?
1: Send people to my website, gailtaylormusic.com.
0: So, so repeat that again.
1: Taylor, music.
0: Okay, wonderful. Okay.
1: B-A-I-L. E- B-A-I-L. E-
0: okay. Excellent.
1: Thanks,
0: Mario. Okay. Thank you, uh, Gail. That was Gail Taylor again. I'm Mario Tanaguzzi, managing editor of Canada's podcast. Today, Edmonton's podcast. Thanks for joining us.